Hi and welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. Now, in this podcast, we're going to be doing... and It's so funny, I feel like I start every podcast with that. In this podcast, we're going to be doing something a little bit different, but, you know, I do like to try and mix it up a little bit. I, I, I like to try and give as much as I can in this platform that is safe to give. Because it's funny, because sometimes when I'm working with someone one-on-one, often the stuff that I'll do can be quite destabilizing sometimes, and sometimes it can't be. You know, it's like it's like a landslide. Sometimes it can like we can shift a block, or we can open up something, some new part of you, so to speak, that you've always wanted to open up. And as a result, it's like there, there tends to be a landslide. So I tend to be a little bit apprehensive about the the content and the stuff that I give out via podcast, via you know Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Just because, um, you know, I don't want to fucking blow your lives up too much. <laughs> just, just a little. But in this podcast, we're going to be talking about designing your perfect relationship. And uh, I'm going to be taking off the shackles, so to speak. I'm going to be, let's, let's, we're going to be trying to do this a little bit more deeper, a little bit more uh, uh, profusely, I think the word would be, to, to help you kind of understand what the idea of designing a perfect relationship is and kind of uh, identifying what we call your compass. Now, in every day, you know, well, what is a compass? You know, what a, if you know what a compass is, it's just the thing that points north, right? And ye olde type navigation systems used a compass in order to figure out where to go. You knew where north was, so that way you knew consequently where south, east, west, and everything in between was. So when it comes to designing your perfect relationship, that's what we're going to be doing today in this podcast. So if you're listening to this when we're doing a current live stream, that's fucking great. If you're listening to this later on, and by later on, I mean on iTunes or on my website, that's just as great. Regardless of this, um, I really hope you're in a place where you can think and feel what we're talking about. Because if you're if you're not in a place, if you're distracted, if you're, you know, for example, if you're driving at 100 kilometers an hour or miles or whatever denomination you use, and you can't focus on the stuff that I'm sharing with you today, I'm going to invite you to pause this and uh, start at another time. Because, you know, we don't want to half-ass this kind of stuff. We uh, we want a whole asset. So, really, this the designing your perfect partner to jump straight into it without any you know build up or any all that kind of mumbo jumbo. Designing your perfect relationship is actually about, I guess, becoming more sensitive to this internal compass. Now, let's look at this. We've kind of discussed the idea of a compass just before, but I want you to consider yourself as a ship. Now, your love life, or your ship being your relationship <laughs> is a um your love life you kind of generally know where you want to go that's what i find most people there there are several stages sometimes people are in a learning stage you know and all they want to do is learn so say for example you're on an island that is you, where you are now and you want to go to another island it was where you are there sometimes we need to explore a little bit of the oceans to realize hey there are other islands out there you know and that's that's okay if you're at that phase that's great. You know, I don't like using the word phase because then people say, ha, ah, there's a phase. What phase am I in? I'm at phase three. But there's, you know, like I, I say this very generally, but there is no fucking phases. There is only the phase that you are in and that is your life. So the what happens then is that eventually we, by being on our island, you know, we, we kind of realize what island we want to be on. You know, there's a phrase, I wasn't the first person to invent this phrase, but you know what you want when you find what you don't want. 
which means, you know, if you, you're on your place, if you're where you are now, where you're in your either current relationship or you're single or whatever you are, it's like the places where you are now helps you determine where you want to go. It helps you define that compass, that find that figure out of where you want to go. And so that's what I find a lot of dating advice out there is kind of about. It's 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 about the journey, you know. They they often say what to text, what to do, what to this, da, 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 which is the same as if you're in a if you're in a ship traveling to where you want to go, right? Where you want to go, it's like oh, is there a storm? How do you navigate the storm? How do you navigate the rough waters? How do you navigate navigate the still waters, for example? That's what I find that most dating advice is. Dating advice is, and guess what? That's not enough, because if you don't know where you're going, if you don't know where you're going, honestly. What? Where are you going? Are you just dating for the sake of dating? And if so, that's okay. But the thing is, knowing where you're going, or at least in this case, having a compass, because you don't have to fully know. You know, some people who have a giant list of things, sometimes you get it and then you get those things you don't realize, like you realize you didn't want those things. The number of people that I've interviewed when it comes to their their current relationship and like, oh my God, I'm gonna, they're like, they're the fucking happily ever after. They're that, Pretty much Disney relationship that, you know, a lot of people dream about. The time that I interview these people and I ask them, you know, if you've met that person a year before, all that kind of stuff, would you have seen them? Would you have actually physically been capable of perceiving them as a partner? And they say no, because it's like, oh, I was interested in, oh, the abs, the this, the that, the, 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 the stuff that they thought was important until they realized that it was not the, the be all and end all. And so that's what I find is the refining process, the refinition process, whatever the pronunciation of the, or the pronunciation of um, that word is. But it's that process of when you, the whole navigating the waters, so to speak, the figuring out what you want when you find what you don't want, all that kind of stuff. That pretty much happens automatically. And the reason why I say it pretty much happens automatically is because when you figure out where you're going, the compass... That's what really fucking drives people. This is why I call it automatic action. All that other bullshit, the dating advice, the this, the that, the, the do this, that pretty much sorts itself out. Now, I've said this a thousand times. Often when I'm, um, when I'm doing a YouTube video, for example, sometimes I will, I'll do a video about what to do. You know, uh, do this thing, you know, step three, do that. But really, I do that because some people out there, and I'm being really honest, some people out there want the thing to do. They just want like the fucking manual and they'll do it. And I'm, and there, and truth be told, there are some universal things that really work. Like I really appreciate the idea of honoring language, which means if someone does something nice for you, fucking tell them, you know, don't tell someone off, tell someone up (laughs) or tell someone in, (laughs) bring them into you, so to speak. Oh, something's happened. Just uh, one second. I think my headphones cut out one moment. I will do this without headphones. That's really annoying. Anyway, but to continue this, to continue this whole idea, when it comes to your compass, when it comes to your compass, we generally have a fair idea about what we want. And what I, I don't mean, okay, so I said this before, it's like we don't necessarily, we may not know the specifics. We may not know the specifics like, okay, so, you know, I want someone who's this tall, that kind of stuff. But before all that, There is one thing that we know, and that's how it feels. And so the reason why I say it's how it feels is because 
we're feeling fucking creatures. We are emotional creatures. We feel the world. You feel when it's hot. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're like, oh, okay, it's too hot. It's time to, time to go somewhere cold. And then you feel that it's cold. And then you go, oh, okay, now it's a bit too cold. And so it's these feelings that we navigate the world. And so there is one universal law of relationships. And I've said this time and time and time and time and time again, that we get into relationships. Why? Because of how they make us feel. Sometimes people get into relationships because they're hungry. Sometimes people get, when I say hungry, hungry for someone. Sometimes people get into relationships because they're horny. Sometimes people get into relationships because they're lonely. Sometimes people get into relationships because they're happy. And so when we ask how they make us feel, then you get the opportunity to ask someone else, how do they want to feel? But there is one big thing that I find most people want to feel. And I would say, that's happy. You know, they want to feel loved. They want to feel included. They want to feel welcomed. They want to feel a part of something. They want to feel like they can express themselves. Now, it's so funny when you talk to someone, right? And I do this all the time because I, I look at the whole book. I look at the whole fucking picture. You know, I, I'll look at, you know, someone will say, you know, everyone gets into a relationship because they want to get married. And then I'll talk to someone else and they'll say, everyone wants to get into a relationship because they want to have sex. And then I'll talk to someone else and they'll say, everyone wants to get into a relationship because they, you know, they want to feel love. And it's <clears throat> when you talk to the people, the people will give you what they think is the most important thing. And so when it comes to feeling happiness as your compass, right? If happiness is your compass, well then, what does happiness mean to you? What does happiness feel to you? Now, the thing is, that's where we get to get specific. That's the hold you find what you want when you find what you don't want. Because it might be at the start, you know when you're young and you're just happy to be with someone? And then later on you break up, then you realize you're just happy to be with someone who kind of respects your time. And then you break up, then you're just happy to be with someone who kind of respects your time, but also has a good family life. And, but either, all the while you're going through the refinition process, the refining process. You're, you know, it's a bit too hot, bit too cold, bit too hot, bit too cold, bit too hot, bit too cold. But the entire time you're using your internal compass. That is how you want to feel. You're figuring it out the entire time. Your internal compass figuring it out to decide what your perfect relationship is. So we say this whole podcast is designing the perfect relationship. Does not mean you decide they're going to be seven foot and they're going to have hair down to their feet and they're going to be a blend of Japanese and South American and African, and maybe even some finish. You know, that's not designing your perfect partner. Because sometimes I find when you put conditions on things, you almost hinder it. You say, I gotta make $1 million by the end of the year. Great. Sometimes it's these conditions that we put on things often hold us back. And the reason why I'm saying these conditions hold us back is because if I say jump 100 meters, right? In one jump, that's the condition. Sometimes we just can't do it. Sometimes it's way too hard. And guess what? Sometimes we know it. If we have hesitation, if we have resistance, sometimes they're there for a reason. It's because we just can't fucking do it. But if I say find any way, any way possible to jump 100 meters, you could jump 100 meters one meter 100 times. You'd get it done really quickly. 
You'd know it because you know what the outcome is. And so when I, oh, I find the best outcome, right, the best outcome when it comes to designing your perfect relationship, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whatever it is, and if you're in a relationship right now, this is the best way that you can test and feel and make sure, yeah, this is, this is where I want to be. And the reason why I say this can be destabilizing because there are going to be a few of you out there who listen to this and you're, you think you're in the right relationship and then you do what we're about to say to do and then you realize, fuck, I'm not. But then guess what? You start the refining process. You start to refine what you want. You refine what you want. Use this internal compass. So I'm going to ask you one simple question. And if you're driving right now, pull over the fucking car. It's going to be less than a minute. I swear to God. But wherever you are, I want you to close your eyes. And you know what? I'm doing this with you. I always do this with everyone. Wherever you are, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to imagine you're in your perfect relationship. Now, you don't have to worry about the details. You don't have to worry about the details. But imagine you're in your perfect relationship. What does it feel like? Just what does it feel like? For the next 10, 20 seconds, I just want you to focus on that feeling. Now, having felt that, having taken a chance to feel what your perfect relationship felt like, you know, what did it feel like? Did it feel like happiness? I'm going to say happiness is part of it, but then we refine it. Does it feel like freedom? Does it feel like expression? Does it feel like you're unleashed? Does it feel like you're contained? Does it feel like you're respected? Does it feel like you're disrespected? Because some people, wink, they kind of like that. Does it feel like you're a part of something? Does it feel like you're not? And so, the reason why I got you to feel this, the reason why I got you to have this as a little feeling exercise, even though it was 20 seconds, sometimes this can be a huge fucking landslide for people. It can be like a, a huge avalanche, a little tiny tip of the iceberg that avalanches down. When you know what it feels like, if you truly know what it feels like, sometimes being in the wrong relationship becomes so intolerable that you have to get out. Sometimes being in the right relationship becomes so right that you just want to make it more. And sometimes if you're single and you are completely happy being single, great. If you're, what I mean single, single, look, why are we, why are we using rules like single and in relationship? But if you're not with that person that you, or you're not feeling what you're, you, you want to feel to be your perfect relationship, suddenly you might feel like you need to do it. And what I find is most beautiful about this process is because, well, a huge part of it is realizing and recognizing that often it's not about the relationship. Because if you, for example, felt that your ideal relationship had an element of freedom in it or had an element of expression, 
then it's up to you to do that. It's through you creating more feelings of that in you that you will then use that as your compass to find that person. If it feels like home and relaxing, then that's what you got to do to meet that person. Include more of that in your life. You'll get stronger in it. You'll be able to recognize. This key is the recognition. You'll be able to recognize that partner really quickly. And then for all those people who are worried about what to do, what to do, what to do, what to do, what to do. For some people who've done that meditation that we just did, for some people that's fucking enough. And I mean that because it fucking puts a fucking, uh, I'm swearing a lot now, but a rocket up your ass. Because it's like you know what it's like. And so this is this podcast. It's not going to be long, but I feel like we went a bit deeper here than we normally would, or a bit deeper than I would allow myself to do in a podcast like this. This is the podcast where we started to realize what your perfect relationship is. And and just a big thing like about breakups, just a quick thing. If you've done this and you're not quite sure if your current relationship is working for you or you're not quite sure where you are at is good, uh, honestly, I'm going to throw it out there. Don't worry about breaking up or not. Just don't worry about it because that's the thing. Having this as your compass becomes your compass. If you're in the right if you're in the relationship and you're not quite sure if you should be together or not, pretty soon you'll want to chase your compass so much that if that person doesn't ship up or shape up, they ship out. It's 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 an interesting thing. It's like an energetic thing where People, you don't have to worry about having people in your life or you don't have to worry about ignoring people or pushing people away. That pretty soon when your strength in your own alignment, when you're really tapped into who and stuff and what you uh, what you are, what'll happen is, is that you'll pretty, you'll be one, you'll be pretty good at recognizing who and what you are and what you want in your life. But also simultaneously, people who want the same thing will hold on to dear life. They'll recognize that in you. They'll want that. And also at the same time, those people who didn't want that will promptly disappear and you don't have to worry about how do I say this you don't have to worry about pushing them away or hurting people you don't have to worry about all that kind of stuff because they'll find what makes them happy that's what people are trying to do the moment you realize that the moment the whole fucking landscape changes if people get into relationships because of how they make them feel and most people want to feel happy guess what people live life I'm going to say the meaning of life is to fucking just be happy to find joy, to find peace, to find all those kinds of things. This is why it frustrates me when I see people who are hurting themselves. It's like they're like, I got to do this thing, then I'll be happy. You know, and and look, everyone's been sold this whole idea, right? Everyone's been sold the whole like, you know, ah, it's so, it's so funny. When I was younger, the big thing was, and it's happening more and more, right? When I was younger, the big thing was, uh, you know, are oh, you, you work a nine to five, you're not happy because then you work. When when do you get you time? When do you get you time? When you're 80 and you retire? That's not happiness. But guess what? There are some people who fucking love that. Let them have that. And there are some people that are not. But if you're someone who thinks that you have to pursue your own life or like your own business and all that kind of stuff just because you think that'll make you happy, sometimes it won't. What ha- What you do does not decide your happiness. What you decide to feel decides your happiness. And so then the next thing is fucking enlightenment because then everyone wasn't happy. So we're like, okay, what's the next thing? And I, I went on my own, like, I need to find enlightenment thing. And some would argue maybe this is enlightenment. But guess what? Everyone's pursuing this thing. 
right? Pursuing enlightenment, pursuing freedom of suffering, for example. But no one questions the actual pursuit itself. No one questions that. No one questions it to be like, okay, like, okay, if this will make me happy, this will make me unhappy. But why do we even do that? Like, for example, with myself, I I did that. I I was like going down that, that path. I was like, okay, you know, freedom from suffering. And then I asked myself, why is suffering so bad? I was like, it's not. It's not so bad. And the moment you realize it's not so bad, you stop fucking trying. And then you stop trying. Then you start realizing if the purpose of life is just to be happy, let's just do that. But suffering ain't so bad because when you suffer, guess what? Then you know what you don't want. You know, some people say, how do I get rid of sadness? How do I get over being sad? Be friends with it. Realize it has a purpose. How do I don't want it in my life? Sometimes you're going to be sad. To realize that makes you sad. If you say, I don't want sadness, then you miss out on that. And then you'll miss out on the equivalent joy. And I learned this a long time ago. When you numb yourself to the pain, you also numb yourself to the equivalent pleasure. So let's just enjoy the whole fucking thing. So that was this podcast. Welcome. Thank you for listening to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. If you did enjoy this podcast and you are listening to this uh, on iTunes or some other platform because apparently other platforms absorb this, you know, they, they suck it up they, they and they spit it out onto their apps, make sure to leave a review. If you are listening to this and you hated it, make sure to share this with everyone you hate. And if you want to work with me, go to www.loveonmyterms.com. You can apply for a free call and I'm a drug dealer of love. Everyone gets one free discovery call. That's a discovery. You know, you get to discover. Woo, discovery. And, um, and if you are after any more podcasts, articles, all that kind of stuff, uh, go to www.gethimhooked.com. I think I finally made my peace with that name because I was originally like, fuck it, get them hooked, get all that fucking hooked. And I was like, oh, I don't like it. I don't know. But, you know, I'm people first, right? I, I think humans should be first. That there's a lot of problems out there with the genders kind of like connecting, you know, and sometimes I look at it and I think it makes... um makes a bit of a divide, like a cult, uh, gender divide, where everyone's trying to fight each other. You know, you did this to me, you did that to me, but I think if we look at each other as humans first, it makes the genders also a lot easier, but sometimes there are differences. You know, sometimes there are differences. For example, as a man, I don't have a womb. Throwing it out there, that just might be a thing. And sure, I could identify as a woman and I could change my things and that would be great. And then I might create not like a thing. I, I might create it, but you know, it's down to whoever the fuck, we, what we want. And so at the end of the day, if you look at it, humans first, humans first, treat people like humans, recognize that they have the same life, the same love, the same whatever, the same goals, the same passion. We're all built up of the same fucking atoms, same particles, same things that, you know, all this kind of stuff that you realize humans first. I think the world will just get together a little bit more. I said this time and time again. I uh, this is where, this is where we get into the crazy part of the podcast where I tell you what I'm really thinking, and then I'll end it. But I, I swear to God, I, I think maybe not in our generation, maybe in the next or the next after that, we're going to be a spacefaring uh, spacefaring race. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure out the fuel. We're going to get it efficient. But that's why I see we're doing all this crap on Earth, right? I, I, I look at Bitcoin or like the whole cryptocurrency like it's our 
it's it's like our way of trying to create a universal currency that'll that'll work. You know, like some form. It was our first attempt, or a for, or a attempt. I'm sure there are other attempts as well. Something that we can play along and work with. That's a bit more transient. It's a bit more. It'll work for a, a different a different spectrum. You know, I see that. I see us solving a lot of other problems on Earth before. And that's that's what I I believe. This is the same stuff when it comes to relationships. You don't get what you. You either have what you want or you're getting ready. So I see us as a race. We're fucking getting ready, right? And so, you know, now everything, everyone's gone vegan, right? Not everyone. Some people. I am. And then there's also now people talking about like zero plastics because we've got to look after this earth. And so the same time is I now see there's a fucking shift in consciousness. There are now more than ever more life coaches, more disc coaches, more that coaches, people like me. You know, because we've got to sort out our fucking shit. We've got to sort out our consciousness now, because if we don't sort it out now, we're going to take it with us. We're going to take it with us elsewhere. And do we want that? We hate each other here. <laughs> we go somewhere else. We'll hate each other there. Then we'll, we'll have the other, other else people hate this people and we'll just not have a good time. So let's sort our shit out. And guess how we do that? We sort our shit out by sorting out our shit. You start off by making your pocket of the universe sweet, and then it expands to making someone else's pocket of the universe sweet, and then pretty soon, everyone's got a sweet little part of the universe. So thank you so much for listening. We'll tune in next Saturday for more latest and the greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast with me, your boy, motherfucking Harvey Hook. Ciao.